Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks, little change right now. The Dow and S&P are higher. NASDAQ is lower. This update is brought to you by SEI. Have evolving investor and regulatory demands affected your investment firm's operational readiness? Imagine transforming your business with SEI's global platform at SEIC.com slash imagine. Stocks fluctuating after briefly erasing losses. Right now we've got the S&P 500 index up one point to 21.79, a gain there of one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials up 11, a gain also of one-tenth of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite Index down three points, a drop there of one-tenth of one percent. Minutes from the latest Federal Reserve meeting show officials were split on whether an interest rate increase is warranted soon. The tenure up 6.30 seconds yield 1.55%. Gold down 3 tenths of 1%, 13.49 the ounce. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate now unchanged. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. A divided Federal Reserve over how soon to raise its key rate again. That is one of the elements that seems to emerge from the minutes of the July 26-27 policy meeting uh, released just about 18 minutes ago here on Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Let's bring back to the table now Chris Lowe. He's chief economist at FTN Financial. So, Chris, if... What do you, what would you say about the odds of the Fed moving in September, moving in December based on number one, these minutes, right? Uh, so even after a week employment report, which they had seen, they were still thinking about the need to raise the key rate, right? Uh, and then also based on what you've heard from Fed officials the last couple of days. Well, uh, okay. We can start with they think the odds are higher than the market does, but the market is pretty much dismissed a rate hike this year, especially right away. Uh, so it is interesting to see those odds readjusting after Dudley yesterday. Uh, my sense is that the odds are probably close to about 40% in September, uh, which might sound high. But my, my thinking is that they really would like to get this done before the election. So they're feeling a little bit of pressure that sooner is probably better than later if they can get away with it. Uh, but at the same time, it still doesn't quite get you over 50% because they are still worried about things. Uh, it, two things that jumped out at me in the minutes. First, uh, they had, they spent quite a bit of time talking about inflation and they're just not convinced it's going to accelerate to 2%. I think that's really important because after all, what's the point of raising rates if you never get to 2% inflation? The, the other one is the discussion of risks overseas. Yes, Brexit is, uh, on the radar. 
But there were two other things they're watching as well. They're watching bad loans at European banks. They're worried about the possibility that that could uh, weigh on economic growth in the region. And, of course, that's something equity investors have been on to as well. And then they're watching China. Uh, they are still worried about China's foreign exchange policy and the implications of uh, Chinese uh, debt, which has run up now to a very significant portion of GDP. Chris Lowe, is it possible that we're going to get uncertain events between now and September or even now and the end of the year that will preclude any action on the part of the Federal Reserve? I think it's likely. Uh, you know, when, when you look back, the Fed had every intention of tightening once a quarter when they made the decision to raise rates last year, uh, which, by the way, they made at the April meeting, and then they didn't get that first rate hike out until uh, December. And, of course, now uh, we've already moved out to September, so it's nine months later. So the, the, the reason is that at every meeting – since December, there has been something going on overseas. Uh, and what's noteworthy about that is that Fed officials, Bob Kaplan, for example, in Dallas, are starting to connect the dots. Maybe we shouldn't worry about each one of these crises. Maybe it's time to re recognize that they're all connected, uh, that they're connected by virtue of the fact that global growth is absolutely disappointing. That means that there's too much global wage slack. That means that uh, global inflation is low, global interest rates are low, and you know, if you follow that to the obvious conclusion, it, it means the need to raise rates just isn't uh, what you would mm. normally expect in, in a, at the end of a business cycle. You know, Chris, uh, and of course all our Taking Stock listeners uh, will be speaking to Rob Kaplan, President of Dallas Fed, uh, a week from tomorrow uh, at the Jackson Hole Symposium. He'll be joining us live to certainly to talk about these very, very issues. It's, it's an interesting connection he's making in that way. Uh, Chris, in terms of in terms of the bond market, you know, and you look where things are. The WERP, as a matter of fact, uh, that I just mentioned, being above fifty percent, has dropped to forty five point three. So clearly, there's a little bit, at least from the Fed funds futures traders' standpoint, a little bit of a sense of, huh, maybe it's just disappointment that there wasn't more of a sign of the Fed reared up to raise rates, or even considering September as uh, Bill Dudley from the New York Fed was possible yesterday. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You, you know, I read these minutes and uh, that they still tilt towards caution it, 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 as much as they do you know there's, there's never anything definite but uh, you know the fact that they are still looking at problems that we know are uh, have not gone away particularly problems on bank balance sheets in Europe I think that is a major issue uh, which I can't remember the Fed focusing on since the European banking crisis way back in 2010 and 11. So it, it, it's noteworthy they're looking at that. Uh, and by the way, remember, too, that there were two big European banks that uh, their subsidiaries failed the Fed's stress test. So that might be another reason they're on the Fed's radar. Thanks very much for spending time with us. Uh, Chris Lowe is the chief economist for FTN Financial, giving us his perspective on the release of today's FOMC meeting minutes from the July 26th and 27th meeting, in which it seems as though the participants were split 
about increasing interest rates sooner rather than later. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. Fed in Focus brought to you by Willoughby since 1898, New York City's boutique camera store for precision crafted Hasselblad and Leica cameras, plus a full selection of GoPro action adventure cameras. Willoughby's at the corner of 5th Avenue and 31st Street. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.